0: The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Kaiser shots. There you go. Kaiser shots. I love it.
1: Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and affordable travel packages to the kingdom of Wakanda. I'm
0: J.D. (laughs) Bierstorfer. And I'm Bill Rafael Rosado.
1: On this week's show, we got all the major tech headlines to discuss, and I have some tips for people considering a Google Chromebook as a potential laptop. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yes, but first, some news. News.
0: News. You know, now that everyone's into Wakanda, everyone forgot about Zamunda from uh, coming know? to America. Uh huh. Zamunda was pretty rocking too. Well, I
1: think, wasn't there, uh, because Black Panther drew such huge, huge crowds, yeah. I think there was a lot of cosplay, and I believe some people came as the king. From uh, Coming yeah, to America? Yeah, from Coming to America. Nice. Yeah, I, I saw at least one cosplayer well played. Well played. who had the full king, you know, the, the James Earl Jones. Uh, never.
0: This is my new epic. hashtag, never forget Zamunda. Mm-hmm. All right? Yes. There you go. My new hashtag.
1: Yeah, but, but yeah, it was just what we're going to talk about a little later in the show, but it was By a, the way, a glorious must,
0: weekend for movies. It was a glorious weekend. I'm looking for, I actually have not seen the movie yet, but Black Panther when I was a kid. Was the dude, and so was Luke Cage, uh-huh. Power
1: Man. So these were your your two twin pillars of comics. Women?
0: Brown heroes, kicking butts, taking names. Mm-hmm. It was great.
1: Yes. Now, did you wait off the first weekend just to maybe go on a quieter weekend? I always get do a that now with big
0: movies. I always do that. I I have no patience for the like the crazy crowds and all that stuff. Yeah, and you know. I kind of sort of miss out on the excitement because you know there's always that buzz.
1: Yeah, the first weekend, and yeah. nobody wants the spoilers. And, and
0: but when you see it at like a ten thirty in the morning showing, you kind of get to you're able to see the movie. But I always miss like the clapping afterwards. Yeah, there's yeah. always applause. Yeah, and, uh, in those and first the, And there was the screen. I went on the, the see? Sunday of the you see.
1: But well, I have a feeling though, this movie is big enough that it may, even if the crowds aren't as big, I think whenever they have crowds, it will be just as enthusiastic. And I think there's probably going to be some repeated showings, uh, not only by me, but uh, other people who probably saw it a few times this weekend, just I, I, back to back
0: to back. Friends of mine and and folks that I know on social networks and stuff, they've been going back multiple times already.
1: Yeah. so uh, One guy
0: saw it four times already. Wow. that's
1: And, and I, it's so visually rich. I just want to see it to see all of the other stuff in the frame. And the Rachel Morrison cinematography is amazing. So... I go once for story, and then once for kind of the technical mm-hmm. and the. Yeah, I do the same it's thing. Just you know, the over the top. So. I
0: do the same thing. All right, let me let me ask you a question. I know you're going to talk about it a later on, but I got to know: is it a good comic book movie?
1: I think it is. I okay. mean, origin stories always have a yeah. lot. They got to drag around that trunk full of exposition, they and you got to for the people yeah. who've not heard of the character, right? And a lot of them do that very linearly. You know, it's mm-hmm. like A, hey, B, C. Here's the here's my growth as a hero, right? And this one mixes it up a little bit because I think Black Panther was not as familiar to a lot of mainstream audiences who just grew up on Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and maybe didn't go over the Marvel side of the fence. Right they maybe needed a little more coaching but I thought they integrated all those elements very well and you found out who the guy was and where he came from and it was not sort of and now I will tell you my life story in three right, perfect right. paragraphs
0: you know Plus kind of you kind of saw it if you watched the what was it the Avengers movie he was yeah. in? Yeah because yeah, he was in war. it was
1: the the Civil War when you had the Captain America right. Civil War They kind
0: of gave you a taste of why or how he became yeah.
1: Black Panther and but. quite frankly, he was the best thing in that movie too. Yes, he was. In my opinion. I
0: In my opinion as well.
1: Yeah. So uh, ho- hopefully the people out there, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Uh, if you've already seen it, I'm sure you're probably going to go see it again. There you yeah. go. But in the meantime, Did stuff happen? Stuff happened in stuff the movie. Stuff happened. Yeah, there was a lot of – stuff. you know, it wasn't All a right. super big week for – for like major things, right. like nobody whipped out a whole new line of iPhones or anything. No, I
0: don't see that happening.
1: Yeah, it's kind of not quite the the right time of year for that. As although we do have Mobile World Congress uh, happening, and I have an item on that. But um, did you ever get an iPhone X? I are never you did.
0: The, are, you, are you in the market uh, for one? No,
1: I, I I bought a new one, but I did not go for the iPhone. Uh, yeah, I wonder 10, how those I guess are doing. As They
0: like to call it. I wonder the iPhone X. Yes. yes. I wonder how they're doing. I don't think it's doing. I think they had to cut some production. Shh. Be quiet, be very, very, quiet.
1: So it's like in a small town when you say, Apple's and there. divorced. Yeah, I was like, <gasps> it got production. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about news before right, the Apple police news. get us. Yes, that's true. Uh, Twitter is finally dropping the ban hammer to the disinformation <laughs> bots yeah. roaming at service for the sake of ginning up outrage. Like, this is, uh, seriously,
0: it's like, is it, you ever play the God of War game on PS3 or 4?
1: I did not. It's but just
0: but like that, just slamming away. Like went through, huh? Ooh, wow. It's incredible.
1: Yes. Uh, the company apparently purged a huge amount of automated malicious accounts on its network, although some real users did say they were also booted until they supplied telephone numbers to verify themselves as legit humans. But there were a lot <laughs> of <yeah. laughs> people with phone numbers. Anyway. Yes, there you go. But there were huge amounts of, I guess, automated accounts that were just sort of spewing out spammed posts and, right. and repeating things and kind of looking for keywords and then latching on and picking fights, as bots mm-hmm. uh, can do. So so they did that uh, over the course of last week. Um, there was also a rage wave against the company's actions, though, saying it purposely targeted accounts with right-wing political views, and that prompted the trending hashtag uh, Twitter lockout. In response, the company said, Twitter's tools are apolitical, and we enforce our rules without political bias.
0: Rage wave. I like that.
1: Rage wave. Yes, I guess because a lot of the automated accounts perhaps uh, were programmed to sort of rile up that particular side of the spectrum. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why they... And they were automated accounts. So right. I'm sure there were some on the other side that, that got to the sack too. In response, though, to those accusations, Twitter continued to talk about it. As the BBC reported, every day we proactively look for suspicious account behaviors that indicate inorganic or automated activity, violations of our policies around having multiple accounts or abuse. And every day we take action on any accounts we find that violate our terms of service, including... By asking account owners to confirm a phone number so we can confirm there's a human behind it, hence their verification request. Hence the
0: verification.
1: They said this is part of our ongoing comprehensive efforts to make Twitter a safer and healthier place for everyone. I mean, Twitter is a long way to go. I was just
0: going to say they forgot to include nowadays or our recent ongoing effort. Yes, yes. Because they didn't care.
1: Yeah, they that that person who said that Twitter was basically built as a responsibility-free zone, yep. I think, was, was bang on. Oh, yeah. But, but they seem to be kind of stepping up. I don't know if this is just because of all the attentions that's turned on them. They're frightened. With, yeah.
0: This is uh, CYA, totally, no doubt about it.
1: Now, a blog post on the Twitter site further explained the company's position because they, I guess they knew they had some explaining to do, so they're doing it. And, and that post said, one of the most common spam violations we see is the use of multiple accounts and the Twitter developer platform to attempt to artificially amplify or inflate the prominence of certain tweets. So they don't like all of that signal boost of false posts. Mm-hmm. And they say, to be clear, Twitter prohibits any attempt to use automation for the purposes of posting or disseminating spam and such behavior may result in enforcement action. Oh, that sounds painful. Hence the band hammer. Yes, indeed. So, uh, and you know, Twitter does allow bot accounts for things like customer service or public safety. It's just bots have been that have been harnessed into a giant chattering army, mm-hmm. spewing out uh, particular views that the person uh, you know is just doing that to kind of pick fights. Right. Uh, that, that, that's where Twitter's kind of having some yeah, issues. Yeah, they get a little hinky about that. Yes, yeah, so so yeah. we'll see. Uh, this, and this, people
0: are basically just upset because they see their their follower numbers going down by the thousands.
1: Yes. It's like, well, you know, if they were all bots, hmm. Uh-huh. What does that say? Yes, indeed. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I'm sure this will probably be an ongoing story. But on to brighter news. We've had 4G cellular data for a few years, so it's about time we move up to 5G because, you know, the need the need for speed. Of course. This week, AT&T announced that it's doing just that and plans to roll out the 5G service in three major cities starting this year. Do you want to guess what the cities are? New York. No. Mm. I think infrastructure scares people coming from in here. Yeah, yeah was, I think the, so. The it's, New York, it's all uh, the
0: copper wiring.
1: Yeah, and, you know, the, all of that stuff well, contains yeah, the stories below the, the street. S-
0: the alligators in the sewers. That's, yeah. You know,
1: I would be— I would be scared too. Yeah, I know. They they are constantly chomping the fiber optic lines and, and chud, stuff. Yeah. You know,
0: chuds. Yeah, yeah. So so okay. you, New York. Humanoids is, under the ground. We'll yeah, know they this. they really
1: have to um I guess they, they like to beta in other cities before they come here because, you know, it's yeah. New York, you know, you can't make it here <laughs> anyway.
0: Yeah, and tourists, just remember, humanoids under the ground. Yeah. Right? And yeah. alligators. Sewer yes. alligators. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. If that keeps you away, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And just, you know, watch out for those subway stations. But just send really, us money. Yeah. But anyway, uh, back to the discussion. Yes. The lucky towns are, all in the south, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, okay, Dallas, Texas, and Waco, Texas.
0: Waco. Dallas and Waco. All right. Waco, yeah. can we consider that a major metropolitan area?
1: Maybe this is sort of their
0: medium-tier okay, city. Gotcha.
1: You know, they just want to try a couple different sizes. Atlanta
0: and Dallas, okay. Those are big cities. But Waco? Yeah. Mm, I mean, maybe Waco. You
1: know, mm. Maybe they had infrastructure in place or something right, already. But, but, uh but so, so we have to get used to start saying 5G. Uh, for those who want to know how fast uh, 5G might be, the experts say it's about 10 times faster than 4G. Zippy enough to download a 3D movie in 30 seconds. I don't know what the length of that movie is, but...
0: 30 seconds.
1: Yeah, uh, but, but <laughs> m- m- 10 times faster than 4G. There we go. But to take advantage of the faster speeds on a 5G network, you need to have 5G-capable mobile gear... So New phone. Yeah, new phone, new tablet, anything that you want to put on this 5G network. You have to have a 5G chip in your device. And I guess there aren't really any compatible smartphones yet because there's
0: no network in place for it. Hold on. I'm getting a message from beyond. This can only mean that Apple is going to release a 5G-enabled phone and exclusively through AT&T. In September. In September.
1: All right. You All heard right. it here first, folks. <sighs>
0: I, I hate it when I get those messages from I know, just that the
1: voice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this is episode 264. Right. Uh, when Apple does have its announcement this fall, mm-hmm. uh, we'll just sort of go back in time and, and re-listen to this and say you were
0: right all along. How much you want to make a dollar bet? It's an exclusive with AT&T.
1: Dollar pizza bet. There you Across go. the street. All right. There you go. I, I think you're going to win that one. All right. So uh, so 5G uh, is uh, in the works. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's supposed to be handsets in 2019 from some carriers. And uh, last year, Verizon announced that it was going to launch 5G residential broadband services in 2018. Mm-hmm. So I have not heard any official uh, word from them, but AT&T is like going for the mobile here. Is this
0: WiMAX? Do people say that term anymore? WiMAX? Remember WiMAX?
1: Yeah. Why, WiMAX was the big of, thing. Yeah. And then it, it sort of fell by. Well, everything kind of got folded in because there was yeah. the LTE and right, the N, right, Yeah. Right. And now I, they're just using 5G. 5G. I guess it's people kind of, you know, they see the G's. And people they,
0: like the numbers. People yeah. like to see numbers go up. It's That's short. The and thing. It sounds like, right. it,
1: you know, something like technical.
0: Because WiMAX just sounds like a movie robot. Yeah. Right? yeah WiMAX. Whereas,
1: you know, the 5G, you know, right. it could be a rocket. It
0: sounds very. Very sturdy. Yes. And uh,
1: yeah. And speaking of rockets, uh, with a schedule more regular than
0: some of the train
1: lines in the New York City subway system, SpaceX launched another Falcon 9 rocket mission from- MTA shot. Nice. Boom. Boom. Uh, there you go. Make my train light. There you go. I'm going to dish you on my show. <laughs> um, so uh, SpaceX launched another Falcon 9 rocket mission from Vandenberg Air Force Base out in California this wow. week. The recycled Falcon 9 rocket carried PAS, a radar imaging satellite for the Spanish military, And also two experimental broadband internet microsatellites. Uh, This is for, I guess SpaceX has its own internet thing called Starlink, that these were part of that. Uh, The launch used a recycled rocket booster, and SpaceX attempted to retrieve the $6 million fairing, which is the payload nose cone kind of thing Mm -hmm. on the front of the rocket. Uh, They tried to get that out of the water off the California coast with a special high-speed boat. But the ferry landed in the water, so they couldn't, like, do a catcher's mitt thing with the boat right, and have it right, just land there. Right. For the record, the boat, which had a giant net strung between four extended metal claw arms, was called Mr. Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I am not making this up. The boat was called Mr. Steven. It had these oh. four giant claw arms with a net strung between them and they were trying to catch this rocket nose. Gun. Come on,
0: you got to love this. You got to The dude lo- is just Yeah, he's he's bringing it.
1: Yeah. He's he's so it. so even though the I guess the boat couldn't get quite under, you know, how you missed the pop fly and the, the thing just came down in the water, but I think they were able to it came down intact, so I think they were going to retrieve it from the
0: Water. Is, is Starman still low-riding in space? Yeah, he, he's
1: going to be in orbit. He is uh, up there.
0: Uh, I love it. I think love NASA it. and a,
1: a couple it. of the space labs are tracking the orbit of the thing because they can see it. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Elon Musk has been owning 2018 so Tony Stark. Far. Tony Stark. Yes, Tony Stark. Yes. Now, um, moving on, uh, big companies often hate it when photos and information about new products leak before that company has a chance to do its big media unveiling. Yeah, um, they kind of frown on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the leaked photos of the new Samsung Galaxy S9 smartphone uh, came from none other than Samsung's own Mobile World Congress <laughs> app. Oopsie. Yeah. Uh, the hidden photos were discovered by someone hacking around in the, I guess it's the Unpacked 2018 program that Samsung had wanted everyone going to their thing to download so mm-hmm. they could have material
0: there. Mm-hmm.
1: And so someone found the images and, and leaked them all over the internet.
0: Yeah, that sounds kind of sort of like a little convenient. Yeah, I think that's an own goal. Yeah, uh,
1: or or maybe they you know they just wanted somebody a little purposeful leak there. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. I think they were they seemed to be sort of embarrassed by it. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. So so they was, clutched
0: their pearls. Yeah. So
1: so whether it was a oh my a carefully controlled leak or an own goal, uh, just shooting one's foot off. Who know the the images are out there. Oh my. Yes. So, so are you going to get a Samsung Galaxy S nine? No. Bella, really, you you were happy with your current models of of software well, and hardware. Well, yeah,
0: you know what? I'm not. But I'm still, you know, I'm still worried about batteries exploding. They... Samsung, I'm sorry. Once, you know, you got to understand. Once a battery bursts into flames in your pocket, not in my pocket, yeah. but just the idea. Yeah. I don't care, man. You got to really work hard to get me so, back. So do
1: you need like five years between At battery least. meltdowns before remember you feel safe to go t- back in
0: the water? Do you remember how long it, take, it took me to get an iPhone?
1: It, well, you held out for quite a while. I did not You were not
0: having it. Five iterations. Yeah. Five, no, six before I got one. Yeah, technically you, you, 5S were, S is, you were Mr.
1: Android there yeah, for the longest yeah, time.
0: absolutely. But you know what? I draw the line on exploding batteries. Period. All right. That's my thing. All right. So. As, as, and let's be blunt. Samsung's bringing it with their gear though. Mm-hmm. I mean these phones are really top notch, yes. but I'm sorry.
1: It's just the combustible talking device does not appeal yeah, to me. It does uh, not. Yeah. yeah. I have issues with that. I frown on that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you tut that. I tut. tut, 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 tut. Yes. Uh, all right, so uh whatever whatever happened there Samsung, whoops or uh, yeah. Now, another stupid moves, the Federal Communications Commission published its official order overturning the net neutrality rules. Uh, those were put into the Federal Register on February 22nd. Right. Now, that order, uh, called Restoring Internet Freedom for Companies to Throttle and Charge More mm. – um, excuse me, Restoring Internet Freedom – uh has been posted uh, officially and i guess the white house office of um management and budget needs to sign off on some of the things before it's official 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 right and so they've got 60 days to do that which i guess kind of puts the total repeal around april 23rd mm-hmm. horrible thing for shakespeare's birthday oh, but gosh, um yeah. that's sort of when they think it's going to happen um It also triggers a 60-day legislative day deadline for Congress to vote whether to overturn it or not. Um, But I don't think the Democrats have enough uh, in either house to get there. Yeah.
0: Bye-bye, net neutrality. Yeah.
1: Net neutrality supporters and advocacy groups uh, filed petitions to overturn the repeal in court last month. But now they have to go back and real file their petitions in the 10 business days after the Federal Register publication. I guess there's a 10-day window for filing lawsuits and I guess the Federal Register is actually the the point in which it's real right. enough to file against. So, right. so but I'm sure they're they're pushing the paperwork now, pretty sure so 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 that's what happened there. I,
0: um I wonder if Eric Tiberius Schneiderman is ah uh, I'm, I'm sure over
1: he's it. he's uh, getting his forms in Triplicate ready oh, nice. uh, to uh, to refile. Uh, getting back to Apple for a moment. Okay. Um, they plan to update the AirPods, so those wireless earbuds. Uh, new features coming for those. Um, and I guess the AirPods are just gonna get like new chips every year, just like they do mm-hmm. with the iPhones, the iPads, yeah. uh, the Macs, and Apple Watch. Do you have AirPods? Do you, Nope. Are you intrigued by those at all? Nope. Losing the cord. Nope. Don't have to worry about the thirty. You know, three point five. Nope. Is it just the what, what what don't you like about them?
0: Um well first off, uh they're basically just the earbuds that sound horrible.
1: Okay, so you never liked Apple's uh, you never did. gear anywhere. They just
0: sound they sound horrible. And they look ridiculous. They look like cigarette butts hanging out of your ears. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just no. It's just no.
1: Mm -hmm. All right, so so that's a that's a no for you.
0: And aren't they like made like glued together?
1: Yeah, those are the ones that that also I think had bad repairability, according to I Fix It. Yeah, I'm not
0: going anywhere near it. All right.
1: so so, But for those who have them, uh, apparently mm-hmm. there's a new wireless chip that they're trying to get into this year's model. Uh-huh. And I believe water resistance has been uh, bandied about as a possible uh, yes. uh, down-the-road improvement as well.
0: Because I always go swimming with earbuds.
1: Especially wireless ones. Yes,
0: especially wireless earbuds. Yeah. I really, love taking wireless gear into the water.
1: It really boosts the treble. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so so that's what Apple's working on. Um, if you wonder what that latest software upgrade for them was about, though, uh, we had one a few days ago. hmm This was apparently to stomp a letter bomb bug that caused uh, Apple's devices to freeze if someone sent a text message containing a character from the Telugu language. Now, Telugu, I hope I am not mispronouncing this horribly for Mm. speakers of the language, uh, is mainly spoken in southeastern India. And the bug affects Apple's Messages app as well as WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, Twitter, Outlook, and Gmail, you know, that suite of third-party services. Telegram and Skype, though, not, not seemingly affected here. How do people stumble on this? I think things? people discover it once, and then it just spreads. Oh, if you do this, you can crash their phone. Because we've wow. seen these things before, yeah, where yeah. people text Absolutely. and it's like some kind of memory corruption yeah, thing. Yeah, so, yeah. so Apple patch for that. Fascinating. Yes, it's, it's one little thing from you know a language uh, that's yep. very specific to a part of the world, and here comes a big giant patch. There you go. And speaking of bugs, Intel is pushing out new patches for its Cobby Lake and Coffee Lake based platforms, plus additional Skylake processors. Uh, oh, okay. You know the, the little processor problem they had there. Don't like the name Skylake. Yeah, no. Too much like Skynet. Sorry. Yeah, it's a little, a little creepy. Yes. Um, yeah, but there's a patch for it. Uh, not the name, just the <laughs> processors. The processors. And finally. And finally. If you missed social media this weekend because you were standing in line and then watching Marvel's Black Panther movie, yes. uh, you missed a very good time. Fans of the movie shared the love with post tag with the title or the hashtag Wakanda forever, Wakanda being the name of the unfortunately mythical homeland of the Black Panther. Now, whoever is running the official Twitter account for Atlanta's Hartfield Jackson Airport even got into the groove tweeting out a photoshopped picture of a gate sign listing a wakanda departure nice that in turn prompted a lot of jokes and interactions on the imaginary flights menus and movies and whoever was doing the airport social media account was just totally yeah, rolling with really it really nice one twitter user even asked uh, quote y'all taking sky miles or nah and the airport tweeted back nah and then put the emoji of the face crying while laughing <laughs> <laughs> so totally having a good time with this love it
0: love it but remember. Forever Zamunda.
1: Yes, yes, you, you can were... have
0: Wakanda forever. Forever Zamunda. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yes, yeah, so you, you were you were raising the flag That's there. That's right. Repping Zamunda am I?
1: Yes. So, um, so for anyone out there who wants to know more about all the stories we talked about, you can find links at poptechjam.com. Now available in Zamunda. <laughs> So many platforms to choose from these days. So many. Windows, Macintosh, Linux, and various flavors. Oh, my. And the Google Chromebook, which a lot of people Google forget Chromebook. about. It's um, big in
0: schools. Big in schools, though. Yeah,
1: they're, they're affordable. Aren't, aren't some of the, the less expensive ones like even under $200? Yes, indeed.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh,
1: and, and so they're starting to become – I think the, the knock with Chromebooks is they have to sort of be internet connected to be right. useful. Right. Uh, not a lot of, of memory and hard drive space. Well, let's and, be
0: blunt. Who get, who goes on a laptop that much anymore without connecting? yeah. Hmm.
1: And uh, they, when they were announced, it made me think of those PCs in the 90s that, oh, you don't need to have you know your whole PC. You just have the CD with Linux on it, and right. it's all internet connected, and you store stuff. It's Sort of that idea has come back around, although yep. Google's yep. made it much slicker. They've kind of worked on their, their Chrome OS. They've gotten hardware partners to make really sleek little laptops that have kind of the ports you need. Oh, yeah. And they can be anywhere from like a thousand dollars down to two hundred, or or slightly less than that. So there's a huge range, as you mentioned, big in schools. Your daughter has one. Does she my like it? My daughter
0: has one at home, and she uses one at school. So this is her, like this is my school laptop, That's, and I yep. shall write
1: my book reports and things. She does on there. indeed. That's what she does. Does she like it?
0: She likes it a lot.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I think everything is online uh, these days. To your point, yep. you know, all of our file storage, even our business applications or movies or entertainment. They do everything on Google. Yeah. So it's basically just a little window into that world. Um, But for people who are considering, well, I want to get a Chromebook. I'm not sure what I can do. Can I do everything that a regular laptop does? Will I be happy? Will Mm. I complain and have buyer's remorse? I figure we'd just talk a little bit about the platform today just because we haven't really touched on Chromebooks. We'll talk you off the ledge. Yes. One of the big things, can I run all of my software on that? If i got Microsoft Office, can I run it? It's like you can't take like your Windows version of of Office and install it on here. You can use uh, certain versions of Microsoft Office. I believe the Android one works on some of the newer Chromebooks, the kind of limited mobile version of uh, some of the Microsoft Office stuff. They have the Office Online that you can do through a web browser. If you are that married to Office that you want to have Office and maybe you've got it hooked up with OneDrive or something – you can do that because it's all browser-based. Google's Docs, which has the Sheets and the, the Slides, you know, their mm-hmm. version of, mm-hmm. of the Office productivity suite, that's kind of on there already, and that can convert Microsoft Office stuff back and forth. Maybe it, you're, does. You're, it does. It does pretty well, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably some of your more complex formatting might get a little lost, but if you're doing a report and it's basically bold, ital, and all, you're fine. Mm-hmm. So, so that stuff can... Happen there. If you want to use the mobile version of Office, say, I just really need the real thing. If the screen, I think, is smaller than 10 inches, you can use the free version because they just consider that's like the phone version. But if you're going with a bigger screen, like above 10 inches, then they will charge you that Office 365, like $7 a month because they're considering this. A laptop or a full productivity machine, so gotcha. so you have to pay.
0: Fascinating, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, it's all screen. I didn't know screen size was going to be the decider. I didn't know that either. Yeah. But it, it's the same thing on the iPads too. I think wow. the iPad Pros have to pay the Office 365, whereas if you're just sort of looking under Word doc on your phone, then it's free. That's good to know. You do have to have that Microsoft account, uh, right? They want to have a Microsoft account, but so uh, so you've got that, and the Office apps for Android, I guess people for what they're doing mobily, they're fine. You can also get Office-related Chrome browser extensions. I think one's called Office Editing for Docs, Sheets, and Slides, which automatically opens Office files in Google's Mm -hmm. version so you don't have to deal with conversion. Mm -hmm. But like all of your YouTube, because Google owns YouTube, but a lot of that stuff, email, just basic web browsing, it's going to be the same.
0: It's going to be the same.
1: I think the one thing that that trips people up a little bit, just because it's also kind of you know antithetical to, oh, here's a purely digital, totally online computer, but I want to Put something on a piece of dead tree. Like, how do you print from these things? That's a big
0: one. I know Um, it's a big one for uh, my daughter.
1: Yeah, and uh, I I looked into this recently, and uh, Google is very much into its Google Cloud Print uh, platform where you basically – you can use a bunch. As long as your printer is wireless in some capacity, you can usually get it to work with a Chromebook. They have these ones that have been labeled like Cloud Print Ready – That Google has sort of said, okay, these these will work, and you you basically just have to log in and look for your printer there because it. So it'll work out of the box. uh, Yeah, you you may have. Well, you have to configure to get the printer on your wireless network, so you have to do all of that. But if it's got this cloud ready label, then there's fewer steps to get it working. Nice. But once you sort of have the the printer on your network, you sign into your Chromebook and you connect to that same network that the printer's on. And then you go through the uh, the Chrome settings and select advanced and go down to the printing area and click add printer just like you would maybe do the old days mm-hmm. when you had a laser printer hooked up to the back of your desktop. Right. Once you are um, in the printing area, choose printers and click add printer. Choose the printer that's on your network that you know is cloud ready mm-hmm. and then just add it. And then when you click the, the print command, it should just push the document to the printer there. Nice. Um, there are some if you have – problems getting on you i think you can also add printers manually to google cloud print but you have to know the ip address and there's a little bit more
0: it becomes a thing
1: involved in a thing if you've got an older wi-fi printer like a lot of those ones that were called ePrint, you know mm-hmm. like five six years ago yeah that you can put them on the home network and you didn't have to have the ethernet cable or whatever those can work but you have to have an intermediary computer to sort of get that printer into google cloud print like you can't do it right from the chromebook oh i got you So you go to your Mac or PC, and you find the printer, and you open the Chrome browser, which, you know, everything has to be Google here. So you get into your Chrome settings, and then click the Advanced button, then go to Printing, then Google Cloud Print, and then select Manage Google Cloud Print Devices. And there you should look around. It should see your printer that's hanging out on your wireless network. Click Add Printer, and and then off you go. And so then even though you've done this on a Windows or Mac When you go back around to the Chromebook, it should be listed in your Google Cloud Print uh, devices that you can print to from the Chromebook.
0: But you have to have the PC on.
1: Yeah, you have to. Well, you don't have to have the PC on. I think you just have to use the the PC or the Mac to register this old wireless printer with the Google Cloud Print service so Google sees it. Once you've made that introduction, I think you can just print.
0: That's cool. I did not know that. I'm going to actually
1: try that at home. If you have a Hewlett-Packard printer, which a lot of people do, and uh, Hewlett-Packard kind of Turns out a new printer model about every ten minutes, oh, yeah, so they've maybe. got a few. But there's also uh, certain models can work with a special Chromebook app that allows printing over a USB cable connection. Oh. So if you've got USB ports on the Chromebook printer cable, uh, to print that way, you need to install the HP Print for Chrome extension from the Chrome Web Store. And then once that extension's installed, when you go to print, the Google Print window opens up, and it should give you the option to go through, and I want to print wireless, or I just want to print to this local printer, and you can select your printer and then just output your paper that way. Nice. Um, Google, I think, realized that this was sort of kind of a pain in the butt to get printing on the Chromebook. Especially
0: for students, yeah.
1: And they've made a couple of videos. They've got this whole support channel on YouTube that has a lot of sort of short three-minute instructional videos. And there's a guy that goes on there and said, this is how you set up a classic printer, which is Google's words for it's not cloud-ready. Here's mm-hmm. your older Wi-Fi printer. And then also how to set up a cloud-ready printer. So so it's kind of useful because they, they show you the sort of the screens you're looking for. It's very useful. And how to do that. And, and a lot of companies, I think, are going to the video support channel just because oh, yeah. people learn more when they can see it in action. Yep. So, so I thought that was okay. Well, it it makes the Chromebook. It, you still can't run the full range of software, and some apps just don't exist for the Chrome
0: OS. To be blunt, I mean, I when I've used uh, my daughter's Chromebook, I don't miss any other. It's just amazing how few actual apps that aren't a browser based thing. Yeah, I, I I don't use anymore. So, it's just yeah. So
1: you know, a lot of proprietary and and. Yeah. Certain OS only software, I think it's just kind of gone by the wayside. Oh, yeah. So, so if you were out there in listener land, maybe thinking about a Chromebook, didn't quite know what it could do. Is it just I can just only use the web or what? Um, mm-hmm. That's a large part of it, but you can do other things. And, you can. and if you do have. Excel spreadsheets that you just don't want to like it, you know, get away from Excel. Uh, you can make it work. You have to make some compromises, but it's possible.
0: Don't be afeard.
1: Yeah, don't be afeard. and the printing, you know, once you get it set up, it's fine. It's just you know finding that, you know, right way to dance with uh, the Chromebook and your network on the printer, so. That's right. So, I will have links to some Supporting documentation here, along with the Google uh, videos on how to set up these two types of printers for people who just want to kind of see what it's about. Cool. Uh, you can find those on our show page at
0: PopticJam.com we must go yes we must go we got to thank the bros though
1: thank you bros built
0: by bros.com build something with the bros if you think it they'll
1: build it and thank you listeners yes, we hope you, you were uh, had a lovely week uh, doing whatever one does in, in February right um, exactly what do you people do a hunker down is that still I think it depends thing? on the part of the, the world you're yeah. at it, it's summer in some places it is it, it was summer in New York this week I think it got up to 75 <laughs> yes it did. Um, it did whereas they had snow in Portland so oh, it's, well, you know, uh, it evens out yeah a it, it, it of averages so uh but we hope everyone had a fine week um if you are fans of superhero movies uh i personally recommend black panther and i imagine Al kaiser will have some things to say about it when he sees it
0: definitely looking forward to it
1: yes so uh so until we're back next time everyone have a lovely week and uh keep doing what you're doing